It's not your life he came to take. It's the life within a womb. A sultry accented voice broke in among them and that hadn't previously been there. What? What you? She what? Zeke screamed in agony and rage. Norman shaking his head, still resting the weight on his on his elbows, barely able to hold himself, struggled to speak. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Everybody, it's your boy Morgan Iverson back with another Super Shorts podcast. Uh, this week we're gonna be. Uh, I'm finally, <laughs> finally got around to putting together somewhat of a suitable ending or second part to the uh, Conjure in Hollywood uh, short that I started a few weeks ago. Um, I hope you guys like it. Uh, I'm trying to create or. Really, it took me so long because I will write something and I didn't like it. Those of you who write or are artists of any sort, you know how that is. You know, you get into your art and then you look at it and like, no, 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 it's not right. And, you know, I kept playing around with things and, and, and I finally came up with this. Uh, it came out and it started to feel really good and really natural. So uh, I'm hoping that you guys enjoy it. Uh, don't forget, uh, before we get into the super short uh that you know we still have a kickstarter going on right now for king supreme thank thank everybody that helped us share and everything we already we we met the goal and we're still pressing on i mean i think we still got i think we still got 20 days left in the campaign and we've already reached the goal so i can't thank you guys enough for your support and your love um we're looking forward to continuing the the the, the success and getting it out to more people help us get this product out to as many people as possible we're really trying to expand our brand this year and we're hoping that you guys are riding with us and rocking with us at so as we get bigger and as we continue to produce both short stories and 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 we start to do more short films and we start to do you know get into filmmaking and more comics that you know we already have a brand that you guys already know about what it is we're doing so again Thank you. Uh, again, go to King's. Uh, go. All you got to do is go to Kickstarter uh, and King Supreme. Put in King Supreme, and it, the Kickstarter will come right up. Or you can just go to our website www.fourthwallpros.com. It has a link that goes directly to the Kickstarter there, and it also takes you to the, all di- directly to all of our social media sites. So we appreciate y'all. We love y'all, and I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. The woman smiled at him jaggedly. Her lips were curled up firmly and her eyes dead set, staring into their souls. The only light around them at this point was the glowing pale yellow light that was illuminating her off-kilter face. Her head was directly hovering over the enclosure of Marie Laveau eight feet above the ground. She was still smiling in an uncomfortable trance without saying another word for a minute or two. The silence was broken by another voice. What you come seeking cannot be attained without a sacrifice. And you come seeking to take a life, it will cost you one. A deep and ditching cadence voice burst through the tension of the night. Zeke stared at Norman, slightly backing away from him at the voice at what the voice had just said. Take a life? Yo, what's going on, bruh? Take whose life? The f- what? Zeke said, backing away before running into something solid behind him. You seek to summon who you know not of, to make a deal for understanding 
without understanding the consequences. But I tell you now, there is no turning back. The ominous voice spoke again, this time right above Zeke's head. Zeke squelched and fell forward away from the figure onto the ground. He scrambled backwards, looking at the man in all black with a black mask on his face. The woman hovering above Marie Laveau's grave slowly started to descend from however she was suspended above it, her face still entranced with a wicked smile staring into Norman's inner being. You seek to take that which is not fully your own. Legba will not allow such a transference to take place without payment. To even summon his presence will require what you have not brought. I will summon Marie only after I receive what was promised. The figure shrouded in darkness aside from the aside from his mask that seemed to gleam in the dark. Zeke, horrified and still retreating away from the figure, yanked Norman's arm, questioning him. What the fuck is he talking about? Who are you trying to kill? Zeke yelled at Norman, whose eyes retained tears as he attempted to hold himself together. Norman pulled out a key ring and started to remove a key from it as he walked cautiously forward to extend it to the figure standing before him. The figure took the key and slid it inside his black cloak as, he, as the whites of his eyes started to show. The figure put his arms out to his sides as his head started rocking back and forth strangely as if he was having trouble hearing something. The woman was now on the ground beside the figure with her smile widening as she stared into Norman's eyes. She took a step towards Norman and Zeke with the sinister smile stained on her face more twisted and intense than before. The smile looked more like a wince as she took another step forward towards them and started a grumbly laugh. It echoed off through the still air as the laugh grew more intense and unsettling as she took another step towards them. What the fuck, Norman? What did you do? Who are you trying to kill? Zeke screamed at Norman, yanking his shoulder to try to make Norman look at him. Norman was now fully crying as he fell to a knee in agony and confusion. I, I just, I just, I, I don't know other way. I, Tracy, bro, you know how much I love Keisha, man. I, I mean, I, it was just one time and she, she. Norman halfway mumbled out in pain. His throat clenched up, making it hard for him to get anything out as he was now on both knees on the pavement. The tears washed down his face and into the cement below him as he attempted to breathe through the mucus forming from his crying. Zeke looked at his friend puzzled. He wanted to comfort him but was terrified out of his mind. What What about Tracy? What, what's the problem? Why, why does she have anything to do with... What does she... Zeke got ready to finish and felt fury and pain rip through his heart as the puzzle pieces started to form in his head. Norman continued, she, she, she what motherfucker? What, what you trying to tell me? Bitch, you, you slept with my wife? You, you slept with my wife? Who you trying to kill me? Zeke yelled through his own tears starting to form as the pieces continued to formulate in his mind. Norman now broken, hunched over into it, onto his elbows, trying to brace himself to stave off the pain shooting through his heart and his body. It's not your life he came to take. It's the life within a womb. A sultry accented voice broke in among them and that hadn't previously been there. What? What you, she what? Zeke screamed in agony and rage. Norman shaking his head, still resting the weight on his on his elbows, barely able to hold himself, struggled to speak. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I'm so sorry. Norman got ready to finish his sentence before being interrupted by an intensely sharp pain through his neck. Norman's eyes widened as he felt warm and sticky fluid around the right side of his neck. He fell forward onto his face and slowly brought his hand up to feel where the pain was on his neck. Blood immersed his hand as he brought it back around in front of him in his face in disbelief. Zeke rushed forward to stab Norman again with the pocket knife he kept on him at all times in a fury of violence. What you, you thought you could just play me? The fuck you bring me out here for, huh? You, so you can, so you could kill me? You were gonna take Tracy for yourself, huh? That's my wife. You know I couldn't ever see, and this is what you do to me? You think you just gonna kill me, and you gonna take my kid? Zeke screamed as he rushed forward to pummel and destroy Norman. No, that's not how this goes. You shall not interfere here. The woman spoke again. The fuck is you talking to? What you gonna do, bitch? Zeke yelled at the woman with his knife in his hand as he took steps towards her before looking. As he looked up, he was floored as he now was staring back at a beautiful black woman. The likeness of Marie Laveau stood before him and Zeke couldn't believe his eyes. She had a white wrap on her head and was dressed in a white tunic of some sort standing before him. She had not flinched at all as he stared at her confused and frantically looking around the cemetery to find the woman he'd seen there earlier. As he searched, the figure in the mask stepped forward and walked to Norman. He placed his hand on the wound on his neck and turned to face Zeke. I said a life for a life, but his life exceeds yours in value, as he is the father of the child and per our agreement, the child will be mine when brought to full term. The figure spoke as the moon illuminated the mask with a glare. As he finished what he'd been saying, Norman was standing with the wound on his neck closed up. Norman was in shock. His mind was past understanding at this point as he was trying to understand how he had been healed. The tears continued to flood his eyes. The child must be born, and when it is, Norman will bring it to me at the crossroads. That is all that is of your concern. The figure continued. Zeke, confused and afraid, ran towards the figure before the figure lifted his right hand and motioned to the left with his two fingers. Zeke was thrusted hard into the tombstones with force hard enough that his nose bled profusely. Your life is forfeit. Attacking my master? Have you not heard? The woman spoke again. I'll kill you! Zeke's rant was interrupted abruptly by a sound of his neck and his vertebrae cracking. Norman fell to the ground in tears and mucus before vomiting at the sight of his friend's head laying awkwardly against his spine. Conjure had snapped his fingers and snapped Zeke's neck that quickly. Zeke's body dropped in a heap to the ground as Norman couldn't hold himself up. How'd I do, Daddy? The woman said now back in the likeness of the middle-aged white woman she'd been before. Conjure didn't respond verbally. He simply nodded in her direction before speaking obscure words aloud and started to make his way out of the cemetery. As he did, a figure emerged from one of the tombs and walked towards Zeke's body on, Zeke's body on the ground. Norman, a shell of his former sanity, followed almost lifelessly behind Conjure and the mysterious woman as they headed toward the cemetery's gate. My name is Hollywood. I hope you enjoyed yourself as much as I did. It was my first time transforming into character. 
and don't be too hard on yourself. He was going to kill you. We had to save you, though, because the baby was valuable. We'll take it off your hands. We know your wife can't find out. We'll make sure she doesn't. And as you can see, I play my characters well. The woman said before placing her index finger to her lips and her other hand over Norman's crying eyes. Don't I, Norman? A familiar voice said that immediately broke something within Norman. The woman removed her hands from his eyes and before Norman stood Zeke. Norman passed out on the pavement. I really wowed him. Tracy would never know the difference. Then Hollywood, here I come. She said as she knelt to pick up Norman and continued following Condra out of the cemetery into the night. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, I know there's some stuff in there. <laughs> um, it's dealing with some supernatural. So uh, whatever your, wherever your mind started to go, stay there. <laughs> and as long as it stays there, as long as it's in your psyche, that as you continue to read the fourth wall universe and you continue to learn about the new characters, two of which I introduced tonight, Conjure and, and uh, Hollywood, uh, you'll see more from them over time in the fourth wall universe. And like we always tell you, everything's connected. So this story will be connected to something in the near future. And we hope that you guys enjoy it. I love y'all. Continue to support. Make sure you go find, check out King Supreme's Kickstarter on um, on kickstarter.com or you can go to www.fourthwallpros.com and you can find all of the links there and the Kickstarter's link is directly there. Or you can follow me and Danny on Facebook uh, at our names, Morgan Iverson, Danny Quick, or you can follow us at the Lumberjacks on um, Instagram. You can follow the, the, the Ace Blade on Instagram and as those are also our names on Twitter. So y'all find us. We love y'all. We love connecting with y'all and we got some cons coming up this this um <clears throat> within the next few months we're gonna be in uh i know well, i know we do goldsboro Con, but they actually just changed the date on that but we'll definitely be there we'll be in greensboro next month we'll be in nc comic con in, in november um and whenever they reschedule the one for goldsboro we'll be we'll be there so those are the three that we have scheduled right now we might be going to new york too so we'll keep y'all posted we love y'all keep in contact with us www.fourthwallpros.com if you still haven't subscribed to short, super shorts podcast make sure you do that now we love y'all peace